grace and peace to you. Friends, when was the last time you looked in one of those funny mirrors that you get at the fair? You know the ones. The ones that make you look squat or tall or wobbly. It's been ages since I've done it in real life. But occasionally, my daughter and I play with filter apps on my phone. These are, I guess, an equivalent in some ways to these warped mirrors that we've not been able to get to for the last 18 months and more. They're good fun. I like them. Being silly is good, and these are definitely silly. Although the question that comes from using the Beautify filters, those questions are always, is this what I look like? I look good. Do I look like this? And then, of course, you go back to the mirror in the bathroom and get thrown off. And everything's all just a bit confusing. As an aside to that, did you know that most clothes shops use mirrors in their changing rooms that have a slight slimming effect? So, of course, you'll feel better looking in the clothes you're trying on. Well, that's their attempt anyway. Anyway, Back to silly mirrors and filters on my phone. These distort how we look. They mask the real us, the real you, me, the real Zoe. And they may believe us asking the question, who is the real me? I'm now going to show you some pictures of me. And if you can, pick the real one. And if you get a make a mistake, I will be quite disappointed. In our reading today, as we continue our summer with David, our protagonist is faced with the reflection of his actions. The mirror is flattened, the filter is removed, and David sees what he has done for what it really is. And this pushes David, and it pushes us, to think about our own actions and reflect on who we want to be and how we want to live. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. And the Lord sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said to him, There were two men in a certain city, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb, which he had bought. He brought it up and it grew up with him and with his children. It used to eat of his meagre fare and drink from his cup and lie in his bosom and it was like a daughter to him. Now there came a traveller to the rich man and he was loath to take one of his own flock or herd to prepare for the wayfarer who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared that for the guest who had come to him. Then David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. He said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. He shall restore the lamb fourfold, 
because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anoint you king over Israel, and I rescued you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your bosom, and I gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have added as much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord? To do what is evil in his sight. You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and have taken his wife to be your wife, and have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Nathan the prophet speaks to David and tells him a story about someone who has everything and someone who comparatively has nothing. Nathan reflects David's actions in a way that challenges David to his core. And it makes him recognise and repent from how he's currently living. David looks into the mirror of his life and he sees an image of himself that he does not like. He's applied a filter that means he doesn't recognise the true him in his actions and therefore needs to change. As we look at our own lives, it's difficult to have our own mistakes and abuses of power reflected back to us. And a significant part of that difficulty is dealing with the very real shame that comes with seeing ourselves not as the person that we want to be, but being somebody different. How we deal with that internally and in our community can be good or bad. But as Christians, how we deal with this sort of situation is very countercultural. We see in the reading that David is spared death, the punishment he chose for someone who did what he did but he still has to live with the earthly consequences. But even with those earthly consequences, we see that David is forgiven and reconciled to God. For us, this means that we must recognise the actions we have undertaken that cause us to feel shame when we see them for what they are. And then we have to do that incredibly difficult work of recognising and owning our own mistakes and seeking reconciliation. This is true for us as individuals, very much so. But there's also a corporate act to be undertaken here. For example, the shame in the colonial legacy of our country. The legacy of resources extracted from across the globe, sacred items removed with impunity, and most horrific of all, the trade in people and the commodities they produced while held as slaves. None of us were directly involved in that. However, civic buildings, schools and churches, the community assets that the wealth from that paid for, they still benefit us today. And we must recognise that. We have to recognise that this is part of our history. Acknowledging honestly what went before, all the while looking closely at the reflection of our actions 
in the prophetic mirror as held up by Nathan. There is a similar personal and corporate reflection and reckoning that needs to happen over the use and abuse of fossil fuels and their cause of global heating. The global heating that's directly affecting a disproportionate number of the poorest people who live on our planet. We can't change what we've done, individually or corporately, but we must do something. We must do something now. Having reflected on what has been, we must be honest about what is in the mirror and seek reconciliation with God and with the people who still struggle because of past wrongs and current wrongs. So as you head into your week, look into the mirror of your life and reflect on what is and what was. Look into your heart and see who you want to be in God. Look into the world and seek reconciliation.